welcome back to my channel. I'm Tara. If this is your first time viewing with me, please like, subscribe below, and also click on the bell. So that way, whenever there are um, updated videos, you'll get alerted on it, okay? Thank you so very much for tuning in with me. I am so grateful and I'm excited because guess what, y'all? It has been a long time. If you've been um, subscribed already with me and you've been following these last few um, videos, it has been about four months. It's been four months. It's been a minute. Um, thank you all for those that have um, followed me from the beginning and have given me encouraging words about, hey, when you're doing another video, I've been waiting. I'm tired of watching these same three videos uh sonoma not calling no names but anyway um but yes thank you all so very much for your patience for your prayers and truly for your support we've had some valley experiences in the in this uh, last four months but thanks be to god we are here on today and i'm excited as you all can see the title it is release in order to restore Amen. Release in order to restore. Now, the last time, if you haven't, um, if you forgotten or if this is your first time viewing with me, the last time we were together, we talked about Jesus being the reason for the season because it was in December, y'all. It was December, okay? But we ain't gonna talk about the past. But one of the things that I talked about to you all before ending that video was about we we're gonna fast from negativity. Y'all remember that? We were gonna fast from negativity. We're not speaking negative things into our into our lives. We're not speaking negative things into other people's lives. We're not allowing negative things to come into our ear gates from other people. So hopefully you all are continuing on that negativity fast. If not, you can come on and jump on in because it's never too late to fast from negativity. That means that we are not speaking anything that is not truth okay so if you're like oh i'm not gonna be able to do this or i'm you know this is not gonna work out right that's negative thinking so we're gonna remove that from out of our minds and our thoughts okay and, and from also out of our mouth okay or if anyone is saying negative things right you're like nope i'm not believing that i'm not trusting that you miss me with that okay amen so we talked about fasting from negativity, right? And then also I said to you all, do not pick up or go back to whatever or whomever God has told you to walk away from or let go of. So that's why the title is releasing in order to restore. So I said to you all that I'll go into more detail on the next video, didn't know it was going to be four months. Yeah, but you know what? Thank you, Lord, for grace. OK, but we are here today and we're talking about it. OK, I had said, do not go back to whatever or whomever God has instructed you to let go of. OK, one of the things that I am grateful for is, you know, we when we pray to God and we're like, Lord, remove whatever or whomever that is in our lives that are preventing us from being used in the manner that you desire to use me as remove them i say again the prayer that 
I know I pray and a lot of my um, other women of God that I fellowship with, we pray, Lord, remove anything or anyone that is preventing you from using me for your glory. So whomever it is that may be preventing God from using you the way he desires to use you. If you're saying, first of all, if you're saying, hey, Lord, use me for your glory, there may be some things or some people that may be in your life or in your circle that is preventing him from using you. So in either case, if there's if that is your prayer, which is definitely mine, I rejoice in the spirit of goodbye. What I mean by that is that God has a way of answering our prayers. And sometimes it can be in the form of, you know, you don't understand how all of a sudden this person who you've been really close with is just doesn't seem like the relationship or the energy is good anymore. That could be God removing that person from your life. You know, as you know, we elevate into different positions or different callings. There are some people that aren't meant to go with where God is sending you or vice versa. There may be some things that people that you are, you're in their life and he is wanting to elevate them, but you are attached. So if that makes sense, there may be things that in the same manner that you're asking God to remove people out of your life. They could be saying, hey, Lord, remove people that aren't meant to go with me. And that's okay. Um, It doesn't mean that you um, are not, you don't love that person or they don't love you. It's just that for that season, you're not meant to go or they're not meant to go with you. Um, And if it is truly meant, and I have experienced that, if it is meant for you all to reconnect, God would allow it. Um, You just have to trust God, right? Don't go back to whatever that God has asked you to let go of. And here's why. If he told you to let go of it, God doesn't make mistakes. There's a reason. Now, you may not understand that reason. And that's why the Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding but in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. So we have to trust in him. We have to lean to his understanding, not our own, because we're not going to understand, you know, the things that happens. The Bible tells us that his ways are not our ways. It starts off with his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. But we have to trust the creator. So We say in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. But don't ask God to direct your path if you're not going to be willing and obedient to move your feet in the path that he has set before. So moving on through the rough times that we go through, because we're going to experience we're going to experience things. We're going to have those valley experiences. We're going to have those moments where it's like, Lord. I need you. I know I needed you yesterday, but I really need you today. I I just I'm just trying to hold on. 
Um, but we're going to have those rough patterns. We're going to have those valley experiences in our lives. And I just want to just encourage you and just really to just remind you to extend grace to yourself and remind you of how great and remarkable you are. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are living in a sin, sick, secular world, and we don't always get it right. We don't always make the best decision. And that's why God extends grace to us, but we, you know, sometimes we're our worst critic. We are very hard on ourselves. We, you know, know that God forgives us and we extend forgiveness to others. But sometimes it's kind of hard for us to forgive ourselves of the things that may happen. Um, more so, I want to talk about like when we are heartbroken, we're in relationships and we continue to give so much of ourselves to where we lose who we are because we're so focused on pleasing, you know, whoever we're with, you know, we're pleasing our husbands or pleasing who our significant other, you know, whether he may be your fiance or your boyfriend, wherever the status may be with you. But hopefully um, if, if it is in a situation like that, that he's your husband. Right. But um, we 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 put. We put others before ourselves. And sometimes, you know, things are led where we are heartbroken, we, you know, get hurt. We may even go through rejection. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You are chosen. Do not allow anyone to tell you opposite because, again, we're going back to that negativity, right? Passing from negativity. I refuse to allow anyone to tell me other than what my father, the creator of me and you, to tell me opposite of what he says I am. Okay? But I want to encourage you because... When you go through, you know, experiences like that, you know, it has a tendency of lowering your self-esteem. And like I said, you lose sight of who you are, um, what you represent in the beauty, um, the jewel that you are. You know, you are far above rubies, you know, but if you don't believe that you can't walk in it. I just want to encourage and let you know that. Um, usually in long-term relationships and you know that it is not healthy for you. Um, most women don't want to start over. They're like, I've been with him for 15 years, 20 years, some even 30. And they got into a place of where they just accepted, you know, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, I'm not in no way, shape or form encouraging divorce because that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to encourage you as the woman that you are. You are a queen. That is why it is titled Queendom Talks with Tara. OK, know your worth. 
and don't allow anyone to diminish your worth. Don't allow anyone to lower your self-image, your self-esteem, and especially your love that you have for yourself. But you have to start by extending grace to yourself as well. So I'm going to share my testimony. And for those of you that have been following me, you all already know that, you know, Tara, you know, I'm going to I'm going to share a testimony because it's it's not for me. It's for others. It's to encourage, empower and strengthen other women. Right. We go through things. We should not get into a place where we're too embarrassed to let someone else know of what we have gone through and made it out of because of the grace of God. So. I was, you know, I was in a relationship where it was for some years. It was almost 17 years, actually. And, you know, I just knew things would get better. And I just knew that, you know, it is it's going to work out. It's going to work out. And, you know, I continue to pray, continue to get frustrated, continue to just as long as I just make him happy. You know, everything's going to work out. Things are going to get better. No, but nonetheless, you know, I got to a place where I lost me. I lost the things that I like, the things that I believed in, the things that I prefer to do. You know, um, it was centered. My life was centered around his life. And. I knew that it wasn't a place that I wanted to be at, but I didn't want to start over. Like, I'm in it now, you know, I'm in it. However, I knew that I was missing something and I'm like, Lord, you know, it'll get better. I know it'll get better. I'm just, I'm trusting you. I'm going to be patient. I'm not giving up because I felt like I'm, I was giving up on him, giving up on what I vowed to to, you know, to go through and commit that covenant. Right. Um, but there were there were quite a few things that was taking place. Um, but nonetheless, um, you know, with time and prayer, ooh, time with time, my goodness, um, I got to a place of where I was like. No more, I can't. Um, I. Like I said, I lost self-love, self-esteem was diminished, and I was continuing to, you know, for my visual learners, it was as if I was holding on to a rope, um, a, a, a very jagged rope, and I'm holding so tightly that blood is just dripping from my hands. And it was to a place of where I viewed it as it was hurting me more to hold on to the relationship. Like seeing it ripping in my hand where there's a rope I'm holding on to and the rope is being pulled, but I'm holding so tightly that it is like bloody my hands are bloody and raw when all i had to do was just surrender to god 
and his will open my hands and say, Lord, I trust you and I turn it over to you. I release it to you. So the very thing that I was holding on to that I thought was for me and was good for me was actually hurting me. And I'm grateful that I let go. You know, I'm grateful that I trust God and his will because his will will always be better than what we could ever imagine that we think our will should be. Um, and so I just share that with you all because um, it's, it's so great of when we say, Lord, you know, you created me, you know, my end before my beginning. And who am I? Like, I don't know what tomorrow it holds for me, but you do. And so I'm going to trust you. And we're trusting him. His plan A will always be better than our plan A, our plan B, and our plan C for my contingency uh, women out here that always have a contingency plan. Guess what? Your contingency plan has nothing on God's plan A. He doesn't have a plan B. His is just plan A because his plan A is going to work out. Trust me, it's going to work out. So whatever plans you got, they don't supersede God's plan A. OK, so just go in and trust him, surrender to God, trust him and watch him move on your behalf. So, y'all know I got Bible for y'all. So I'm going to talk to you all about the Samaritan woman. OK, the woman at the well. John chapter four, I believe. Yep. John chapter four. So if you got your Bibles, you can go to John chapter four, you can read it in your devotional time. But I'm going to tell you, you all probably know about the woman at the well, but she was a Samaritan woman. Right. And prior to that, there was there was an assignment that Jesus and the disciples had. And he he said he needed to go through Samaria. So there they are. They being Jesus and the disciples. And again, you can read it at your devotional time, but these, there are some points that I want to hit on. And the disciples had left Jesus at the well while they went into the city to get food. Okay. Because they had been traveling and everything. And he was like, I'm going to stay at the, at the well. We know Jesus knew what, why he needed to stay there. Right. But nevertheless, the disciples didn't. And as Jesus is there at the well, there's a woman that comes. Okay. And as your Bible, you read um, around maybe like verse six or seven, she, she gets there to the, to the well. And Jesus says to her, if you could give me some, you know, something to drink, give me water to drink. And she says to, you know, Jesus, like you being a Jew, like y'all don't in so many words, y'all don't, y'all don't mess with us. Y'all don't talk to us. Like, why are you talking to me? I'm a Samaritan, you know, and you don't, you know, and then he said to her about 
he having water for her. And she's like, you don't even have anything to pitch the water with. Like the well is so deep. How would you even be able to get me some water where you don't have a water pot or anything to gather water for me? But she didn't know that Jesus was talking about a different type of water. Right. And he told her, he said, the water that you are looking for, you will thirst again. But the water that I have, you will never thirst. And so she, you know, she didn't understand. But, you know, he continued on and he was talking to it. And she was like, I I desire for that water. I want that water. And he said, go and get your husband. Go and get your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. And this is the this is the good for I was like, my Lord. He says to her, you're absolutely right. Because you've had five. Five husbands. And the one that you with, the man that you're with, is not your husband. So I'm gonna stop right there. This woman was at the well during the day. And if you search back and study about it, like she went during the day because she could not go in the mornings or at the dusk because of the activities and a lifestyle that she had. Okay. She had been um, married five times or she had five husbands and she was with a man living with a man that wasn't her husband. Okay. So y'all get what we're saying. And Jesus is reading her. He's letting her know, I know who you are. And of course, this woman is like taken aback on this because she's like, hold up. How do you know this about me? So continuing on, you know, and again, you can read it in your devotional time. The point I want to get to is in verse 28. And by this time, Jesus has told her everything about herself. And in verse 28, it talks about how she drops the water pot and she goes into the village or the city that she lives in. And she begins to tell everybody about the man that told her everything she's done. I love the passion translation because it says that all at once, the woman left the water pot and she ran to the village. So what she originally came there for was water out the well. But what she received was water that she would never have to thirst again, the living water, which is Jesus Christ. And that's exciting because she dropped her water pot and ran into the village to tell the good news about Jesus. So she released the baggage, the weight, because they didn't carry the way that we carry our water. Like this was on her shoulders. Okay. 
So she released that weight. It was not even an interest to her, a desire to her anymore. And she didn't walk. She ran to the village to tell the good news about the man that told her everything about herself. And it continues to say that I believe he is the one that we've been praying for. So the Bible doesn't say this. However, if she has been in these type of relationships over and over, she's been in five different marriages. I can only imagine where her self-esteem and what led to her first divorce and what led to her second divorce and what led to her third divorce and what led to her fourth divorce and why she is seeking for the divorce with her fifth husband and why she is with someone else's husband. Okay. I don't believe that her self-esteem is that high. I don't believe that she knows her worth. And I don't believe that she felt that love and that beauty about herself. And again, this is just me through prayer that I feel that the Holy Spirit has released and revealed to me that revelation. And also, I believe that even in the midst of all of this, of her circumstances, these valley experiences, she's been praying. And the reason that I believe that is because it says she's telling Everybody, the ones that's been talking about her, those that are in the village that know about her lifestyle. I believe he is the one we've been praying for. So that means they knew about the Messiah. They knew about Jesus. And they had an expectation of him arriving at some point to save them. And she's been praying. Not only her, but those that are in her village. And here it is, in spite of when she received that living water. So she released the weight from those water pots and was restored with the living water of Jesus Christ. When we think about restoration or we talk about restoration, for me, the first thing that comes to my mind is when God tells us that he will restore what the canker worms destroyed. The Bible says that he will restore what the locusts and the canker worms have eaten the years, he will restore the years. That's the part. Not the days, not the months, 
not the minutes, but the years. So even though you may be in a situation um, and you like, man, I have to start over that feeling of starting over. That's what helped me when I was telling you about my testimony, because I'm like, Lord, I know you're going to restore the years that the canker worms destroyed. And he has. He has. And if he did it for me, he would definitely do it for you. But I believe for that woman, that Samaritan woman that had five husbands, and we don't know how long she was married to each one of them. We don't know if it was, you know, less than a year. We don't know if it was over five years. We don't know that. All we know is that she had five husbands and she was living with a, a man that wasn't her husband. So at that time where she received the living water, she received restoration. Because as you read in the book of John chapter four, once she ran to the village and told them about the man that had just told her about everything that she has done. And they, she was like, I believe he is the Messiah, the one that we've been praying for. They ran to the well to go see the Messiah. What a day. We may have to talk about that another day, but however, the Bible never talked about her going back to get those water pots. It doesn't. If you, if you find it, please comment below. So that way to help me, you know, maybe I missed that in my devotional time. But it never says that she goes back. So again, like there was one thing she went for, but she received something greater. That's exciting. We have to have the type of mindset that each morning that we get up, we have the expectation of seeing God's promises come into fruition. We have to. We know that God, his promises are true. So we have to get into a position and a mindset of having an expect expectancy of seeing it. Every morning. You tell yourself, Lord, you know, thank you for waking me up this morning and your prayer and your meditation and your time with him. But Lord, I'm expecting to see some type of promise that you have given to me come to fruition. I know it's going to come to pass, but look for it in every way. Every, whether it's in every avenue, whether it is while you're driving into work or while you're, you know, taking the kids to school, something, right? Where you're in a meeting, you're going to a job interview, whatever it may be have that expectancy of seeing God's promises come to fruition. There are two immutable things about God's word, the truthfulness of it and the faithfulness to perform it. God cannot lie. So if he told you, if he showed you, if he said it, that settles it. 
He's going to do it in his time, in his perfect timing. So continue to trust him. Continue to surrender your will to him. Trust him and watch him move in a mighty way. I want to pray with you again. If this is your first time on my channel, I believe in the power of prayer. There is not going to be an episode where there is not prayer. Okay. So if that's not your forte, I need you to stay on anyway, because power is in prayer. We don't want to do anything without praying to our father in heaven. And the only prayers that God answers are his own. We have to pray his word. And my beautiful queen sisters, the only way that we're going to know his word is if we open the book, read the book, and get it into our hearts, okay? So I want to pray with you. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for just the ability to be able to come, you know, over these airways, Father God, to reach a multitude of your beautiful daughters, Lord. We thank you for this day. We ask for forgiveness of the sins that we have committed against you, Father God whether it was in word, action, or deed, Lord, remove it from us, Father God, that we may be able to come to you blameless before your sight, Lord. Lord, help us to praise our way through any circumstance that we may go through because we know that we have the victory. We just have to get to it, Father God. So we ask right now that you continue to guide us and direct us, Father God. And, and, and as we continue to praise our way, through to victory by reading your word and trusting in your word for you know that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path father god so we ask right now that you continue to give us the strength increase our faith father god because we know that without faith it's impossible to please you so we ask right now for every woman that may be by the sound of my voice, Father God, that you continue to strengthen her. You continue to give her the boldness, the, um, the courage and the confidence, Father God, to trust in your word, to be able to release the things that may be troubling them, Father God, and that they are trust your plan A rather than their plan A, B or C, Father God. We know that you are able we know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, Father God. Continue to help us to be able to release the things that you are telling us to let go of, Father God, that we will be able to lead to restoration, Father God. We thank you in advance because your word says that you will restore the years that the canker worms have eaten, Father God. And we know that you cannot lie, Father God. So we thank you in advance for being able to restore the years that may have been eaten by the canker worms, Father God. We give you glory and we give you praise for you are our strength and our redeemer. And we ask these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I thank you again. And if you have any questions that you desire to ask, please email me at queendomtalkswithtara at gmail.com. Or you can even comment below if you have any suggestions, any topics that you want to talk about, or even just um, words of encouragement. Or if you want to share your testimony, 
feel free to comment below and put that in the, in the comments, okay? If you, again, this is your first time on my channel, again, I just welcome you. I thank you so very much for your time. And also, please make sure that you like and subscribe and click on that bell so the next time that I upload a video, you'll get alerted, okay? I love you, my queen sister. I believe in you, and I hope that you believe in you too. Have a great one.